Rooted Together podcast, the podcast which aims to root you in Christ through his word together. I'm your host, Charles Hegwood, and today we are in Micah chapter 7. In Micah chapter 7, we end this wonderful book of Micah, and I have entitled this episode and this chapter, Hope in a Land of Darkness. You see, as we conclude the book, we talked about it last week, but again, our last episode rather, and again, God is giving his pronouncement that the people are guilty, and they're guilty because they're full of violence and they're full of hate. And if you look at the first six or seven verses, the first seven verses, rather, that you have this, this, this proof that, that Micah has laid out, this is why judgment will come upon you. And yet you have this high point, which I chose for my highlight, and it's this future hope, and it ends the last three verses end with a glorious look at the goodness of God in the midst of struggle, in the midst of evil, and in the midst of judgment. So let's dig in. Let's get to the here. My highlight, and I cheated, okay, I highlighted two verses. I just, I couldn't help myself. These are great verses. I highlighted first verse 7. So 7-7 says, but as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. And then I went to verse 18, and it says, Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance? Who does not retain his anger? Rather, he does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. And if you look at 19 and 20, they're also very beautiful. In all three of these verses, 18 through 20, make verse 7 possible. And this is why I just had to highlight both. Because verse 7 is beautiful. It's a statement of faith that I think is one that we need to say as well. But it is made possible by verses like verse 18, 19, and 20. So let's now get into the explain. We learn so much about the character of God in this chapter, and we're going to look at this in three ways. One, we learn that he is just and right or righteous, for he brings judgment on sinful people. Look at verses 1 through 7. He is judging them because they have earned it. There is violence and injustice, and God would not be just, and he would not be good if he did not bring judgment on such evil. Two, we learn that he is loving in forgiveness. Why will Micah look to the Lord? Because God listens and he hears his people. He listens and he's full of love and he hears his people. What a beautiful thing. Micah admits his sin in verse 9. He says, I have sinned. I'm worthy of judgment, he says. But he knows yet that God is slow to anger and delights in love, and therefore he will call out to God, even though he admits that he has sinned. He has confessed his sin, and he knows that if he confesses his sin and repents, God is righteous and just and loving to forgive and relent from that judgment. It is God's steadfast love that gives Micah the confidence to call out to God. 
And the third thing we see is that God delights in redemption, and this is true of his character. He delights in redemption. And I love the imagery and the saying that we often think of God as quick to anger, like he's got a finger on the trigger of wrath. And yet, when you read the Old Testament, especially the prophets, you actually see something different emerge, that God is quick to love and slow to anger. His finger is on the trigger of love, not wrath. Yes, wrath is a reality, and judgment is a reality, and those who do not repent will be judged. God is righteous. He must do this. But we see that he delights most, not in his wrath, but he delights in his his ability to bring redemption to his people. He pardons and passes over sin for his remnant. Look at verse 18 for that. And it is all of this that allows Micah to say, I will look to the Lord. So now let's look to the apply. And again, so much more could be said. What a beautiful chapter. What a wonderful chapter. What a challenging chapter. But let's get to the apply here. When judgment for sin arrives or just the fallenness of this world crashes around me, I will look to God. I will look to God when I'm surrounded by the wickedness of humanity. I will look to God in hope that he is good and that he will bring justice. I will look to him first instead of looking to other things. And I will look to him instead of looking at other devices for forgiveness and hope. You see, our reaction is often in the midst of looking at the fallenness of the world to look to other things, other solutions, when we need to first Look and cling to God that he is the hope for this world. He is the hope of justice, ultimate justice, true justice. Therefore, I will look to God in hope as well as instead of looking to other things. And I will cling to that. I will look to God and I will wait, confessing my sins and leaning into our loving God who loves with a steadfast love. So I will look to God and I will wait patiently for his justice, patiently for his mercy, and patiently as I confess my sin. Notice, it does not alleviate me of confessing sin. I will confess sin and I will learn to love God more and more every day. And lastly, the application, I will share this hope with others. I will share the hope that there is no God like our God. This is what Micah says to the people who say, where is your God? He says, my my God is great, he is loving, and he is coming, and he will judge those who do not repent. And I will share the love and the hope that I have with everyone I rub shoulders with. Now we get to the respond as we close. Father, you delight in steadfast love. You delight in pardoning and passing over sin for those who are yours. Who is like you? Who is a God like you? Nothing compares to you. I sit in awe of who you are, Father. It is for this reason that I confess my sin before you. It is for this reason that I look to you, even though wickedness and destruction surround me. Be my hope today. Jesus, your love was displayed on a bloodstained cross. Thank you for that. Help me to live in light of that. Help me to take up my cross. 
Holy Spirit, guide my mind and my heart to look to you today. Be my delight and my highest thought. Amen. Well, I'd like to thank you for joining me in the book of Micah. It has been a wonderful journey as we have looked at the judgment of God, the justice of God, the love of God, and the promises of God to redeem his people who cling to him. And I hope that brings both challenge and encouragement to you. I hope that you have taken the applications that you have gotten seriously. Have you applied them to your life? It's amazing as I read this, just a quick note, that things go wrong and I have a tendency to, you know, not necessarily jump to what I just read about. And then God goes, hey, you remember you, you read this this morning and, and this was the application. Here's your chance. And it's, it's been amazing that that almost works every day that I find some way that I'm like, oh, here's my moment. But again, our God is a loving God, and I hope you see that throughout the book of Micah. And I look forward to joining you in Malachi next time. I'll see you there.